Welcome to Absolutely Crushed, the show where your hosts, Matthew Bischoff and Sid Anderson, gossip with a guest about their biggest character crush and dive into all the juicy details. This week, we're talking to Summer Farah and Jillian Meehan about their crushes on the video game characters Sylvain Gautier and Claude Von Regan from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Jillian Meehan is a project manager at Lickability, a small software studio that makes nice mobile apps. She also co-writes Letters to Summer and makes zines, streams video games on Twitch, and builds websites for friends. And Summer Farah is a Palestinian-American poet and editor. She is currently the outreach coordinator for the Radius of Arab American Writers and co-writes the bi-weekly newsletter Letters to Summer with Jillian. Welcome to the show, both of you. It's so good to have you here. Thank, thank you for having us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, crushed. Uh, so b- before we get into your crushes, um, we, we like to start out by asking one of the 36 questions that lead to love uh, from the New York Times. Uh, and since you're friends, I picked out this one. Uh, question number 16. Um, what do you value most in a friendship? I guess like in our friendship, I feel like, I mean, that's not the question, but I will say it. <laughs> Sure. Um, in our friendship, I value, like, I think our vibes are very, like, you know, we can, I can get a text from Jill any time of the day and I'll be on and ready to talk about whatever thing we're insane about at any point. And I just feel mm-hmm. like it feels good to be easily syncing with someone, even like, I don't know, I'll jump out of a horrible little work a call and I'll be like, time to talk about Sylvain. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I was, I was thinking something kind of similar, which is, um, I think all of my closest friendships, I, we have a lot of like shared interests, um, which I think just really, really helps you understand each other better and connect easier. Um, so it's partially that and also partially just uh, respect for each other's interests that aren't necessarily shared. Yeah. Right. Totally. So for you and Summer, your shared interest is video game boys, and for me and you, it's it's omni focus uh, widgets. Exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, that 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 makes sense. Those are those are good answers. Um, speaking of that, like friendship that you've built, you run this creative project together, uh, Letters to Summer. Can you tell us like a little bit about like how that got started and what that is? God, I don't even remember how it got started. <laughs> I know, honestly, like I I. I want to say, Jill, that you were the one who introduced me to, like, subscribing to newsletter, like, writers' newsletters, not, like, marketing <laughs> newsletters. <laughs> like, like, Substacks, basically. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. It started uh, on Substack. Yeah. Um, and I think that, like, we... I had a tiny letter for a little while, but it was just unsustainable to do by myself. Not for any rigorous reasons, just because, like, who... Does yeah, I don't know. Like I was just tired. And then um <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I've I don't know how we got around to recommendations or literally anything. But Yeah, so um, so tell yeah. us a little bit about the format of the of the newsletter. How often is it? What's in it for people who haven't subscribed yet? Well, typically we try to send it out every other week. Um we have been on a little bit of a break this summer. Uh we're gonna try and bring it back soon, but we've got some changes that we want to make to it first. Um, and also I feel like in the past year or so we have, uh, let ourselves get a little more relaxed with it. Um, we both have busy schedules. We both have a lot of stuff going on 
we don't always have the energy to send it out on time. Um, so we try to do it every other week, but sometimes it doesn't really work out that way. And that's cool. Um, but basically the format of it is we pick a topic for each of us to write a short paragraph about at the top. Um, some of the topics have been like, uh, on procrastination or on writing or on like winter or rain, you know, could be anything. It's like a big theme. Yeah. Yeah. We pick a theme to write about. Um, and then after that, each one of us has two recommendations to write about for a thing we've been enjoying. Um, we write about a lot of books, a lot of video games, um, music, TV shows, et cetera. Yeah, I, I'll just say I've been subscribed, I think, since the beginning. And it's uh, the delightful moment in my inbox every other week when it's when it's running. Like, just um, finding out about uh, obscure media or poetry or whatever that I probably wouldn't have come across um, on my own. So, highly recommend that people check it out. Um, if you're into this show, I think I think you'd like the the newsletter. And I've been subscribed for ten minutes because uh, I just subscribed. <laughs> This is a guerrilla marketing strategy. Go on podcast so that the hosts of the podcast subscribe to your newsletter. Exactly. It looks so, <laughs> it looks so interesting. And like I feel like I don't know, all the things you're recommending are things that I am interested in. So I feel like it looks it seems pretty cool. So I'm very excited. Yeah, it feels good to kind of like either challenge yourself to do something new every two weeks so that you can tell people if you liked it or not, or to kind of dig from the recesses of your brain, like, uh, God, did I, did I, did I do anything new? Um, can I tell people something? Um, so like we have like some, you know, normal recommendations. Like I saw a film and then other times it's like the concept of God, I, I think it's, I'm trying to think of like a weird ass like one where it was like yeah we're we're definitely reaching <laughs> oh turning off notifications I think that touching was, yeah. grass <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's a great recommendation turning off notifications is honestly so like it feels yeah. so good <laughs> yeah alrighty so I think it is time to delve into your crushes um but before we specifically talk about the crushes. Um, for those of us, including myself, who've never played Fire Emblem, what is Fire Emblem about? Give me a quick intro. Like, pitch me the game. Like, why should I play it? <laughs> Umber is the one who introduced me to Fire Emblem. Um, the whole reason I played it was because she loved it and told me I would love it. Uh, so I think she would be the perfect person to pitch you on it. So um, one of our friends in her discord her like fire emblem channel is like war crime dating sim um and i think that's kind of a great kind of like little like you I'm know in. In, yeah <laughs> as well as um anime chess um horny anime chess yeah horny anime chess. um so like the fire emblem franchise there's like 25 games um the basics of it is um, turn-based RPG. There's like a grid and you have um, units in your your army. Um, it has permadeath in pretty much every game. Um, the newer ones have a casual mode where like people don't die if they die on the battlefield. But one of the biggest like kind of things about it is that it's permadeath, which means it has 8 million characters per game so that you can replenish 
<laughs> your team. So basically, if you die in the game, you die in real life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, and yeah, so the one that um, that was my first one, like first official one, I played Fire Emblem, I want to say six, um, when I was like five years old and I didn't actually understand how to do anything. So I don't count it. Um, but Three Houses, the one for Switch, um, in many ways, a kind of a reboot for the franchise. Um, definitely the most popular one right now. Um, it takes place at um, a war academy, and you play as Byleth, who is blank slate, empty head, no personality protagonist, um, who is a feared mercenary and is invited to be a professor at this war school for some reason. Huh. Um, and you pick um, a house to a house to teach. It's basically like the the war academy is a monastery that's central to the region, and each house represents like a different country on the continent. And mm. based on which house you pick is how kind of like the story goes. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's so fun and intense. These characters have horrible little trauma, and at the same time, they're just they're silly guys. And it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's duality. You have like um, genocide and tea parties. <laughs> genocide and tea so, parties. I love it. <laughs> so I gathered from from some of the notes that you sent over that you can play the main character as either a man or a woman is that right yeah yes but like most of the other characters are guys is that what i'm gathering no <laughs> no, no. <they're> pretty healthy <laughs> mix <laughs> we just hate women. we just we just like <laughs> video game boys <laughs> just dirty misogynist um, oh absolutely yeah I mean, that's okay that's the... what this, that's what this interview is where it's gonna yeah. figure out that was the whole point we got we got the, the nugget <laughs> we, we got were looking him. for that's yeah. it that's it. You're canceled. Um, but yeah, like, um, I think every house is pretty even in terms of its gender split. Um, and it, I think, like, when you look at the old, old games, there's like one girl. Um, but you know, we've progressed in okay in society and yeah. life. Um, and in war, in war, yeah. <laughs> women <on the laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but one of the mechanics that is nice is like romancing. Um. It, it it's like support points and so like when two characters get higher support they get stronger in battle if they stand next to each other um but it's 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 romance it's romancing characters <laughs> very cool uh anything you want to add julian just on the game in general before we uh talk about the crushes oh gosh i mean i think that F fire emblem as a franchise is really funny to me because it's obviously like kind of billed as this nerdy like war tactics game but I think such a central part of it is the relationships that all the characters have with each other and with you as the player and uh, like the romancing like I think it, it's just such a big part of the yeah. big part of the game that I think you maybe wouldn't necessarily expect um or at least I didn't necessarily expect from it before I played it and that's something that I really like. Cool. Yeah, uh, it's, it seems like it's uh, a very, very popular franchise in this game has become super popular. So I'm really excited to learn more about it. And I was excited to like watch some of the clips that you sent over, which we'll get into. But first, um, Jillian, you have a crush on Sylvain. Uh, Who doesn't? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I do now. Yeah. Um, so, who who is Sylvain? What does he look like? What does he what does he act like? Tell tell the listeners who haven't um, played the game uh, about your crush. Well, first of all, he's big and he has orange hair. That's the most important thing about him. He's big and orange. Um, my he's favorite like six foot tall trait. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's yeah. huge. He's huge. And he wears like this huge like thing of armor that yeah. he just wears it all the time, just walking around in that <laughs> constantly. He wears it at tea parties. <laughs> uh. Um yeah, so Sylvain is he is one of the characters in the Blue Lions house, um, which is the house full of characters from the Fargus region uh of the continent. Um, he is a noble, he is, uh, an heir, he is, he has an older brother who wants to kill him, (laughs) his parents (laughs) don't like him, like, (laughs) he's just so, uh, where to even begin with him, really, um, He's one of the first characters that you meet in the game as long as you are playing as female Byleth because he will immediately come up to you after you become a professor and beg you to switch into your class um, because he just likes you so much. (laughs) Um, He (laughs) is immediately... uh, described as a skirt chaser and like a womanizer and... He very much has this reputation for being, like, horrible, <laughs> um, and specifically horrible to women, um, being very flirty, not taking anything seriously. Oh, I he can comes see why off you like as that kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, is that, like, <laughs> whenever... I, I have a lot of friends who are just playing this game for the first time, um, and it's so funny to watch them play the beginning of the game. And for me to be like, Sylvain is one of my favorite characters. Like, I love him so much. He's so great. And then like, they meet him and they're like, this guy is a scumbag. Like, I don't like him. Like, <laughs> which is fair because he does, he, he does very much come across that way on purpose. Um, but as you get to know him and you get to know more about like his story and his, uh, family trauma and why he is the way that he is. Uh, he really does become like a very, I think, a very lovable character. Um, and and he's he is one of the more one of the most popular characters in the game. I I think. I know I'm biased, but yeah, uh, I was I was reading the the wiki um, uh, about him, like the the Fire Emblem fan wiki about. Sylvain. And I love this. It, it lists his interests as fine art and theater. Same and same. Uh, and flirting, also same. Uh, it also says he likes women. Okay, yes. L- lively places, sure. And board games. I mean, what's not to like? Yeah. What's thing. not to like? He's a secret intellectual. That's right. He is. He's a Gemini. He is a Gemini. <laughs> He's and a, he dislikes unclean spaces. He yeah, dislikes that, unclean spaces. <laughs> jealousy and hot days, which yeah. I mean same. But he 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 dislikes jealousy, but I feel like in the in the clips like it's really more that he dislikes uh people being mad that he's sleeping with a bunch of women. 
Uh, so I don't know he, about that. He dislikes that other is people true. being jealous. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> he dislikes other people being jealous. He dislikes um, uh, people's perception of him, I guess, and their expectations of him. Yeah. Which I think is kind of where that comes from. But then, of course, he goes around and sleeps with a bunch of women anyway and kind of on purpose makes them jealous and makes them hate him. So what is that about? (laughs) Yeah. There's like a game mechanic where characters of noble birth have this thing called crests, which is like something in their blood. They're like... It's like the white strips, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know what that... Wait, I don't know what that is. Crest white strips? You don't know what that is? (laughs) Uh, I feel uh, so dense right now. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And like, so like all of the characters, well, not all of them, but like a lot of the characters of noble birth have a crest and it basically just like gives them a boost in battle sometimes. But the like story lore is like the nobility are really obsessed with having an heir with a crest in order to maintain power. And so they can wield these sacred weapons. And so Mm. Sylvain has a crest. And his parents want him to have crest babies. And so he's very like, I don't want to be with a woman who only wants me for my crest. And so he just isn't. Yeah, he can't stop talking about it. He's like, I hate that I hate that everyone else is just so obsessed with this thing that I have, but also he is obsessed with it. He will literally not stop talking about yeah. it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. He has so much trauma for the social order. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. I mean, uh, crests are uh, they're such a huge part of the game and, like, of the society, and they've caused so many problems. So a lot of the characters, uh, their motivation in the war is essentially to move to, like, a, a fairer society, but also, like, a crestless society or a society that doesn't care about crests because a lot of the people in power, like, are the people with crests. You know what I mean? So yeah. The whole reason that Sylvain is an heir anyway is because he has a crest and his older brother doesn't. Mm. So he was, like, basically cast out of the family. He hates Sylvain, tried to kill Sylvain when he was a child, that kind of thing. So Sylvain has all this guilt about having a crest that he didn't ask for because it has fucked up everyone else's life. Yeah, you start to almost feel bad for the guy. (laughs) Yeah. Almost. (laughs) Almost. <laughs> so, Summer, what about Claude Van... I can't say that. That's, that's Claude Von Regan. Regan. <laughs> Claude um, Von Regan. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so Claude is the leader of the Golden Deer House. Um, his personality is he's a schemer. He's very mysterious. And he doesn't trust the player character when he first meets them, even though everyone else is totally obsessed with them. And so you're like, oh, I have to win him over. Um, I So when I first played Three Houses, um, it was on recommendation by my brother, um, who is a lifelong Fire Emblem fan. And um, when I was faced with the choice between the three characters to pick from um my brother went with the blue lions because he was like it seems like a more classic fire emblem run um and then there's the black eagles run by edelgard and then there is golden deer run by claude and claude is um a brown guy and i was like well i'm gonna go with the person of color (laughs) um and little did i know that this character is 
probably the best like Middle Eastern coded video game character I've ever encountered in my life. Um, he is um, the heir to the Regan throne of the Alliance, not the throne, but like the there's so there's like the three like three countries or whatever the empire the kingdom and the alliance the alliance is the most like we have a set of leaders we don't have a king but we have a a leader leader um and so claude is the heir to that like leader leader um thing and he comes like it's very mysterious no one knows where he came from he just happens to be the grandson of the former leader and you learn that he's actually the crown prince of a country called Elmira, which is basically like a mix of syria and iran mm-hmm. um and it's it's just he's the best he's my favorite character he's super like he's a good unit first of all one of the things that's fun about fire emblem is you, you some of the best characters when they're also good in battle it makes me like them more <laughs> <laughs> competence why you know? not like um like one of my least favorite characters she was one of my best units on one of my runs and it made me so mad i was like i hate her but like she no one can hit her um but yeah he he's just very kind of um third party sort of to a lot of the drama and the lore in the game he he aspires to having open borders <laughs> yeah he's very he's he's got a very strong sense of ethics uh, yeah. much much more so than sylvain i think <laughs> yeah he's very much about like we like you know fuck racism open borders and <laughs> and oppression um fuck the church it's great um a very aspirational video game character um Around the time when the game came out, there was, like, a character popularity poll, and it was kind of like a thumbs-up, thumbs-down thing. Um, And I remember the Claude one was, like, X percent thumbs-up. And then it was, like, no one dislikes Claude. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at those polls. There's a bunch of polls, and he, like, like universally comes in, like, second or or third in all of the character polls. Truly nobody dislikes him. Like, he's he's just great. (laughs) He's just great. He's just a good guy. (laughs) And he's, like, fun, and, like, he he and Sylvain both like the board game um, item. <laughs> <laughs> you can give to him. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a great first Fire Emblem experience to be, you know, playing alongside Claude. Can you give, can you paint a picture uh, a little bit more of, like, what he, what he looks like, what he sounds like, that oh, kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. He is voiced by this name, this man, Joe Zaija, who, um... Fans love. Um, Jillian he, follows him on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I also follow Sylvain's voice actor. It's true. I used to. I used to, like, all of the Fire Emblem English voice actors used to, like, stream the game together. And, like, they Aww. were, it was That's really, so it was really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Claude has um, green eyes, brown hair. He's, like, light skinned brown guy. Um he's short. He's like five seven, five eight, which I think is the perfect height actually. Um as someone who's five feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I don't like it when people are that much taller than me. <laughs> um but yeah he's got in his like uh Academy Days design he has an earring in his time skip design. He's got like a great like cloak. It's great. Yeah, I love him. He's Truly just, like, it's so nice to have this character, especially with Fire Emblem. 
as a franchise does like most video games has like insane like racism and orientalism throughout the franchise yeah yeah and so it's it was just like very exciting to kind of see a character who is swana coded um and is cool and fun and everyone loves yeah that's awesome um when did uh when did you both like you've talked a little bit about like having your first play of the game and Jillian has alluded to playing it multiple times. So like, when did you both start playing this and like how quickly did these crushes develop or did, did it take multiple playthroughs to, to really like start feeling this way? I started when it came out in 2019. Um, I think like Ju- I started in June ish. Um, it was like my graduation gift from my brother. Cute. Um, and I was kind of obsessed immediately. Um, just like I did Golden Deer first, and I was yeah obsessed with Claude immediately. Um, it was the only thing I could talk about to literally anyone who I came into contact with for months. And Jill and I did a video call like sometime in 2020, and I. We were supposed to, like, talk with other friends, and neither of them showed up, so I just talked about Fire Emblem for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. I forgot about that. (laughs) And then I think he got it after that. Yeah, that's great. Oh, and did you do Golden Deer first or Blue Lions? I did Golden Deer first. Okay, And I can't remember if it's because you told me to or because I just, like, instinctively wanted to. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, after Summer, Summer told me to play it. I spent a little bit of time feeling kind of on the fence about it because I've, I've never played a game like Fire Emblem before. Um, and I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but Summer felt so strongly about it. And I knew other people who loved it so much. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. Um, and it was also like the week before, this was in 2020. It's yeah. like the week before Animal Crossing came out on the Switch. And I was just like going so nuts waiting for that game to come out that I needed to start a new game <laughs> yeah. to take my mind off of it. So Fire Emblem was that game. I remember at the beginning of the game uh, when you meet the the three house leaders and you have to pick between them for which house you're going to lead. I, I remember being kind of like distrustful of Claude because he he is like the only one at the beginning who is a little suspicious of your character. Um, and he's also like a little flirty. And I was like, I don't trust that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I forget who I forget who else I would have picked. I think for a split second, I was thinking of picking Edelgard because I was like, oh, she seems like a nice girl. <laughs> girl boss. Girl boss. Um, but I did end up going with Claude and I'm, I'm very happy that that was the first, um, the first route of the game that I played. Cause I think like Summer said, it gives you the most, um, uh, kind of like third party view of the story and what's happening and, and like the fullest picture of the story. Whereas the other two, the other routes that you can play are a little more, uh, concerned with, uh, the specifics of what's happening within their house and their region, which are also very good. But I think Golden Deer is the best one to start with. And I know yeah. Summer agrees. Yeah. <laughs> Have you um, told other people about your crush or like, has it come up on stream or like, what were people's reactions if you've told them? 
I think everyone knows how I feel about Sylvain. Yeah, I think everybody knows how I feel about Sylvain. I did, I've played Fire Emblem a, like three times. And the most recent time I did play the whole Blue Lions route on stream. So we got to see a lot of Sylvain <laughs> and I just never shut up about him. It was great. <laughs> What about you, Summer? Have you oh, told people? Yeah, I mean, I think that every time I recommend the game, I talk about Claude <laughs> um, <laughs> because he's very important to me. Um, it is a big draw, too. Um, I mean, I love, I love the game in general. I think, like, yeah, like I've I've spent like two hundred and fifty hours playing it. There's more to it than just wow. <laughs> your eyebrows <laughs> just shut up. Um, yeah, like there's more to it than just the than my boys, but um, it's yeah. I always talk about Claude when I'm thinking about you know how to recommend it to people, um, and I think like you know I I am very video gamey on main, but not to the extent that I probably am like in my texts with Jill. But I think that anyone would know, like yeah, like Summer loves Claude, <laughs> right, right. Okay, so the way, so rather than, uh, when we asked you about your crushes, I, I, I said to Jillian, like, how, how should we experience these, these crushes? Because I haven't ever played the game. And she said, basically, just play 40 hours of this game and then we'll see. <laughs> uh, jo- jokingly. So instead of doing that, because um, I'm not a huge video game player, and I said, are you a big video game person? I play some games, but this is definitely not the type of game that I would normally choose to play. Not yet. Right. That's what I said. Well, it's so, okay, so, like, sorry, quick aside, but it's so interesting because I feel like after watching these clips, I want to watch someone play this without all mm-hmm. of the actual combat because, like, the yeah. the character interactions are really interesting, and that's why I play video games. Like, I play yeah. video games that are very, yeah. like, story-heavy and, like, things like Life is Strange and stuff like that, which is a very different, like, category than this. But, like, the story seems really interesting. And, like, I'd love to watch someone who, like, cut out all the combat sequences play this game. So, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what we did. We, we basically watched a bunch of um, cutscenes and, and dialogue that happens mid-combat mid um, for both of these characters. And I guess um, starting with Sylvain, Jillian, you recommended that we watch this um, Felix and Sylvain sort of support conversations, like the support conversations that happen throughout um, what stuck out to you from, from these? You know how we grew up together? <sighs> Obviously. Do you remember the promise we made when we were kids? About sticking together until we die together? I remember. Well, I'm really not trying to get myself killed before you. You know that, right? Before I played the game, I knew from Summer about Sylvain and Felix. Uh, there's a lot of really compelling relationships in this game. I Sylvain and Felix are like really up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, I think their relationship is like a big part of why I like Sylvain also um, because it just like, I don't know, it just shows you a lot about him, I think, um, and about how he feels about his friends and and uh Felix especially 
is just very special to me. Um, anyway, Felix is also in the Blue Lion's house. He is one of Sylvain's childhood friends. They've known each other for a very long time. And at the beginning of their supports, they it seems like they have a little bit of a rocky relationship, but they are actually like best, best friends and are definitely in my eyes, a little bit in love with each other. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's extremely gay. Yeah. Yeah. It's extremely gay. Yeah. It's, yeah. They made, like, they made a, they made, like, a childhood death pact. Like, they were like, I will not die without you. Like, if you die, I'm dying. (laughs) Exactly. And all, the other thing that seems kind of, kind of queer coded to me about it is, like, most of their arguing is about Sylvain's womanizing is about like, yeah, uh, yeah, like it is. <laughs> he gets he gets called like insatiable by Felix and then he gets really hurt about it and it's just like there's some sublimated something going on here yeah and then Felix is like gonna say something and then he stops himself from saying it and Sylvain's like what were you gonna say and Felix was like no it doesn't matter and then Sylvain <laughs> is like come eat lunch with me yeah <laughs> like ugh. they drive me crazy did you see their paired ending um, characters? No. Did I send that? Oh, my God. Okay, characters <gasps> Oh, have... I can't believe I didn't send that. Yeah, I'm realizing I don't think I sent any either. Um, characters have paired endings based off of, like, whoever has the most support points with each other at the end of the mm-hmm. game. So it's, like, little, like, where are they now after the war? Um, and in the Blue Lions route, Sylvain and Felix's ending is like, they both inherit their titles and like they're best friends and they see each other all the time. (laughs) And then they die on the same day as if one could not live without the other. They're in love. That's, that's love. They're clearly in love. (laughs) And, and then if you play any other route, their paired ending is that Felix goes off to become a wandering mercenary and he visits Sylvain at some point, and then he goes off again. And then years later, Sylvain receives Felix's sword on his doorstep. Like implying that, <laughs> implying that Felix has died and sent his sword to Sylvain rather than any of his remaining family. It's gay. <laughs> I love it. It's gay. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> what about the, the next clip you sent us, which is the the conversations that Sylvain has with the player character, uh, Byleth, right? Um, so these are really interesting to me because I did say before that when you start playing the game, especially as female Byleth, that Sylvain is immediately like asking to join your house. And it's sort of in a way that's implied just to be like, oh, he loves women, so he's going to join like the hot new lady's house or whatever. Um, but Sylvain is... Like Claude, I think also one of the only characters who doesn't trust Byleth um, at the beginning. I Honestly, I wouldn't even say that he trusts her by the end of the game. Um, he, as a character, he's somebody who really doesn't uh, open up to a lot of people. And he definitely doesn't show a lot of people like his true self. Um, he's constantly performing, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that's you know, part of why he has a hard time trusting other people as well. But he he's immediately distrustful of Byleth. And he doesn't say that this is the reason, but I think the reason is because before Byleth shows up, he is so used to being like the 
oldest one in his friend group and the person that all of his friends can rely on. And then Byleth shows up and is kind of like the shiny new toy that everybody really likes and is relying on in class and in battle and also just like in their personal lives. And I think he feels very jealous of that. Um, His support scenes with Byleth are really fun and kind of scary. (laughs) He like... I don't know. He gets this like kind of scary voice in them. Yeah. That is really good. Um, (laughs) But he, he basically like in the first, in the first support scene that they have, Byleth is seeing Sylvain like uh, in an argument with this woman, you know, he broke up with her or something. uh, And Byleth walks up and is like, you're a horrible person. Like (laughs) you're mean to women. And he kind of, this is where he kind of starts to explain, like, why he is the way he is, I guess. And he talks about, you know, his family history and his crust and everything and why uh, the way that he interacts with women has to do with, like, he knows that all of these women kind of only want him for his status and his crest and everything and you know, that just, he doesn't like it. Um, so he is a pretty horrible person to them in return, uh, (laughs) to put it lightly. (laughs) Um, so he's like explaining this to Violet. You start to see a little bit more about, you know, who he is as a person and like why he does shit. Um, and then by the end of their support chain, he, there's a part where he kind of is like, He says he's joking, but he says that he resents Byleth because she, uh, not because she doesn't have a crest, but because, like, she wasn't born, basically, with all of the expectations that have been placed on his shoulders, um, and she doesn't have to deal with any of that shit. So he, you know, says that he resents her for that. Actually, he says he kind of hates her for that. Um, JK, LOL, I'm joking. JK, LOL, yeah. (laughs) To be honest, (laughs) I don't know how they go from there to the scene at the end where Sylvain proposes to Byleth, if you're playing as female Byleth. It doesn't doesn't really, we don't need to talk about it. (laughs) It doesn't really fit. I don't really understand it, but it, it does kind of read to me as, okay, to be honest, a lot of the endings that Sylvain has with women where he's marrying a woman really read to me as him just like settling and like doing what's expected of him, which Mm. is very sad to me. And this is one of those endings. What would you rather see for him? Um, I would rather see him live with Felix for the rest (laughs) of their lives until they die on the same day. Um, No, but I mean, aside from that, like I would rather him just like get to live his life as he pleases, which I don't think involves getting married. Yeah, that's kind of the thing about the Fire Emblem endings is, like, you go from, like, the most inane conversation in the world to, um, proposal? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Marry me? Like, oh, okay. (laughs) It definitely feels like they kind of just shove a lot of them in there. Yeah, it's fun. Mm. Is is Sylvain a fuckboy? Um, yes. 
Okay. <laughs> that was easy. Or, I mean, he definitely at least, like, presents himself that way. Yeah. Are you, what kind of, like, crush do you have on him? Like, are you, like, looking to, like, marry this man or, like, just, like, hook up with him or just, like, be friends with him? Well, as I've just said, I don't think Sylvain should marry yeah. a woman. <laughs> so, right. yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting because it makes me think about, like, video game crushes in general, yeah. which I'm a big fan of because video game characters are not real. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it makes it very easy for me to be, like, obsessed with them in a healthy way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Sylvain is definitely one of those characters. I, I almost feel like I can't really pin down what exactly my crush on him is. Cause like, I don't, uh, I don't, I definitely don't have like a romantic crush on Sylvain or anything. Um, I just think he's like a really great character who I spend like several hours a week thinking about, um, even now, like two years after I've played the game, which seems normal. Um, but on the other hand, like he is hot. It's yeah, yeah. he's very hot. Oh, 100%. I can't, I can't do anything my, about that. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what my crush on him is. It, I, this is. this is when it developed. He has this line where he says, I don't want to humiliate you, but I will to his brother. God. And I was like, I want you to humiliate right him. Before he, is, right before he kills his brother. Right that. before yeah. he murders his brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hot. See, yeah, I it's really him. good. I looked at him and I was like, that red hair is like very, I really like red hair. Um, and I just really dig it. So. Yeah. That's the thing is like also a lot of my, I, I feel like I'm a little bit notorious for this now yeah. uh, in my friend group, but I really like video game boys with orange hair. I yeah, you, you you sent us multiple video game boys with orange hair. I sent hair you multiple like, video games boys with orange hair. And I want to point out that like red hair is different for a video yeah. game boy. Yes. It's got to be yeah. orange. And also like straight up orange. It's that's not that's not like a preference that I have with real life people either. Yeah, I was going to say. Which is also like part of why video game crushes are fun. Um the things that I like about video game boys are absolutely not things that I think I would like about <laughs> real people. So, yeah, it's it's weird and it's interesting. Do you like him better with the armor or without? Oh, good question. Um, I think with. I mean, it makes him look bigger. It makes him look bulkier. I just, yeah. I want to make out with him and I feel like it would just get in the way. Yeah, that is also true. <laughs> um, so what do you want to say about Claude? He's, I don't know, like, I don't know. I guess the, the clip that we watched, we, yeah. should, we should set it up. The clip, yes. the clip that we watched was the support conversations uh, with, the, with the player character primarily, right? Um, so what stuck out to you from, from these, uh, these interactions? What do you think of that, Teach? A colorless, odorless poison. Say, care to test it out for me? In two days' time, you'll have a terrible case of, let's call it stomach trouble. It's a peaceful poison, so you'll live, but you'll certainly be inconvenienced. I hear your silent question, Teach. Why the delay? 
That's so it can be used even if you don't have access to the target when you need the poison to take effect. Because Claude is like the like word character, which is like the main like unit character, I think Head the, boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um I think generally these supports tend to be more um, a little more intentional and like kind of story like slotting into the story a little bit more than um yeah. other characters just because the devs kind of assume you're gonna see these supports um and so i i love the growth of the relationship in this i love the you know again like claude's a little skeptical of violet um they talk about god they talk about yeah. like <laughs> what is your thought what is your thought on what he uh, on the stuff that he says about religion here i thought that was super interesting let me um scroll to this yeah um I think it's so interesting. So the the main conflict of the game is like uh, Edelgard, who is the Black Eagles leader, is declaring war on the Church of Saros, which is like the war academy's like monastery, Church of Saros. Um, It's basically like the the Pope um, and the church upholds the crest system and like, you know, enables the nobility, all those things. And so I think it's, very interesting to have a character who's kind of technically fighting for the church also kind of outright saying like i don't really believe in this god that like i'm fighting alongside it's just kind of the option right now towards my greater goals and i think it is so interesting especially as a character who is coded as a middle eastern kind of being thrown into this horrible like fantasy europe um religious scrimmage um and just presenting an alternative. Um, and one of the things that I like so much about Claude and Myleth specifically as a relationship is the way they're both outsiders. Um, I think in each route, there's kind of like a natural ending for each character. Like in Blue Lions, like I think Sylvain and Felix are the best ending together. And each character has like the best ending. And I think in... The violence and like Lord ending is always like I, it's the one I always pick when I play. But I think that more so in Golden Deer than anything, like the Claude and Violet ending feels like yeah, this is right. Like these characters, like they are the ones that grow together the most. Yeah, in the yeah, I buy the this. romance way yeah, more. Me too. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. Like it's, <laughs> it's it's like they yeah they like they. Um, I think Violet makes Claude learn to trust people, which is yeah incredible um and yeah it's it's so compelling and philosophical and beautiful among again stupid stupid shit in this dumb little war crime game and i i feel like that's why i buy the romance here more is because they're talking about actual things like (laughs) like the discussion of religion the like i it like feels like an honest discussion whereas like with Sylvain you know just being like wow you're hot I like I hate to see pretty girls cry (laughs) like like, it's a very different energy um yeah and then there was the whole part with the like poison and like him making a new poison that's gonna give people stomach problems which is sure I don't know yeah seems interesting I mean that's hot too like yeah. you can you can make you can make poisons and you can like poison my enemies okay I thought you were implying that stomach problems were hot and I was like but no. I'm gonna tell you something that's not yeah. 
that's simply not the case. <laughs> IBS is hot. Yeah, hot girls IBS. Oh, oh yeah, hot <laughs> girls have stomach problems. That's what yeah. I've heard. <laughs> um, but yeah, exactly. And I think I think the poison thing is always very funny because it's like in in Three Hopes they don't have the same romance mechanic, but they do have like you can give a character like your mercenary pin and they'll give you something back and you like get their ability in battle and odds is notes on poison. Like some characters will give you a ring and Claude will give you notes on poison. I think it's such a <laughs> fucking funny character trait. Like what, yeah, what a obsessed. little weirdo. Um, Sylvain yeah. gave me a warm cloak. Oh yeah, right? Like that's romantic. That's so wholesome. Cloak. A warm cloak, which I immediately gave to Felix. So now Felix wears the warm cloak. Instead of me. <laughs> the other thing with the poison thing that, that stuck with me is like, he, he says that he's making this colorless, odorless poison that gives you stomach troubles because, not because he has any plans to use it like coming up, he just wants to get better at it and he just wants to stay ahead of things. And he's, he's just like so um, ambitious and dedicated to, uh, to both the, the ethical side of things that he's doing and the like or time yeah. gotta win kind of side of things. I don't know. It's charming. Yeah. He did also it's, offer to give it to her. He was like, yeah. do you want to take it? Like here, like I made, <laughs> yeah. he's like, I made this new poison. You, do you want to take it, it? And you can just say yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's sweet. They're like partners in a way that like, I feel like the different relationships aren't that way. Like the different Lord relationships, I think in blue lions, Violet is, very much taking care of Dimitri. I think in Black mm-hmm. Eagles, um, Violet is kind of like just following Edelgard, but then in Golden Deer, it's like they're they're in this together and it's uh, uh, romance. <laughs> yeah. Same sort of question for you, Summer. Like yeah. at what what kind of crush is this for you? Is this like is this like a sexy crush? Is it a friend crush? Is it romantic? What what's what's the deal? I do say Claude is like my like video game husband. Um he is yeah it's commitment you know he's like it for me um i don't think there will ever be a video game character that i do love more um in my in my real life i unfortunately he is quite similar to um many men i've had crushes on as they just have often been arab men <laughs> sure um, yeah. nature of being an arab woman <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think, uh, uh, he's a little, I would be a little weird out by someone who's super into poisons. I would be worried, um, for my safety. Um, I'm not super into, um, the modern war machine, (laughs) (laughs) um, nor the monarchy. Um, so that might be a little bit of a point of tension. Like, I'm not super sure. How what down. about someone this what about someone this ambitious and and interested in power even if it is power to to unify so you know there's there's ways in which Claude maybe could be thought of as an organizer um you, right you, you can know, flip yeah. it that way yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah you know i I think we have similar political beliefs and that is important to me in both romantic and um, platonic relationships so yeah he's he's gold standard cool. Well, we have a, a little, a couple minutes left. I want to play two quick games. Uh, the first one is called Smash, Smash, or Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the deal. So, so many of the Fire Emblem characters show up in the Super Smash Brothers franchise, uh, <laughs> but neither of these characters are playable characters for some reason. Um, if you could, which one would you main in Smash and which one would you pass in Smash? If I could main Sylvain in Smash, I absolutely would. Like, no yeah. question. 
I think I would main Sylvain as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'm picking your crushes for this. You're just main Sylvain. What, what's the reason? I think that the, Sylvain uses a lance, and I feel like that would be more fun gameplay than a bow. Um, uh, like, I guess, like, because like, Claude, you, yeah, uses a bow, and I feel like that would be more, like, like I don't know, like, Pitt uses a bow, but not yeah. really. He just kind of slams people with it. Um so yeah, yeah. that the melee aspect would be better or, probably. I guess so Byleth is in Smash, right? And her weapons are like the Lord's weapons. And I do like using Claude's bow, but no, nah, I think Sylvain, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much uh both for being on the show. You can find out more about Jillian at Jillian.cloud, naturally, and summer at summerfair.com. And you can subscribe to the newsletter we mentioned at the top, letters to summer at letters to summer.com. Pretty easy. And you can find more episodes of this show at absolutelycrush.com or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at crushedpod for even more crushy content. Uh Sid. I got to ask you uh, this week, who is your crush and where can folks find you online? Yeah. So my crush this week is, um, I'm trying to find her real name. Uh, her handle on everywhere is Morgan Drinks Coffee. Um, and she is a barista and she posts, I think she got big off of TikTok. I'm going to send an Instagram link of what she looks like. Um, but she like makes coffee and just is like a generally pretty attractive person. And I've been watching a lot of her videos recently. So I'm just thinking, of, and I'm just sort of, sort of, sort of like a James Hoffman type character. Yeah. Like the, like the Pacific Northwest, like woman ish James Hoffman. Cause I'm right, okay, right okay, now, that's perfect. this moment realizing that she's she, they pronouns, which is oh, nice. so exciting, but they're super cool and like very interesting to watch. So that's my current crush. And then you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sid underscore Andyson. Um, and I think that's all from me. Who is your crush this week, Matt? And where's your stuff on the internet? My crush this week is the actor and stand-up comedian um, Hannah Einbinder. Here is a photo of her. Um, she is a uh, bisexual icon. She, um, I saw her on stage just at a... At a uh, a comedy show during um during pride and i had never heard of her or never seen her in anything and i was just like immediately obsessed so now i'm watching both seasons of the hbo show hacks in which she stars and she's in hacks? absolutely incredible i feel like what? every i feel like everyone's in hacks i feel like yeah, everyone's like oh they're in hacks. One of the main characters in hacks <laughs> um but she's just like so hot and so she, funny she I, just, is. I can't can't stop thinking about it. Um, I I am uh, Matthew Bishop, and on the internet, I'm at MB on Twitter and uh, on Instagram at Matt B. My own website is MatthewBischoff.com. Our artwork is by Kevin Budnick, our music by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder, and that is our show. Until next time, stay crushy. Stay crushy.